Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Last Life podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links will also be in the description. On the other end, we have the number one Gran Turismo 7 fan, Trevor. What's up, Trevor? Uh, what's up, man? Uh, I am ready. I uh, My car is, is shinier than ever, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> You actually are you you actually going to pick it up at some point, Grand Turismo? I know it didn't meet your ninety three level Metacritic and whatnot, but still, Uh, I honestly I am debating. I I I thought about it the other night. I was like, maybe I should get it just so I can get some races in here and there, and um, we'll see. I I don't know. I don't get me wrong. I love Grand Turismo. I played a I played a lot of Grand Turismo back in the day. It was one of my favorite games uh, on the PlayStation and PlayStation Two. Um, so I am excited, uh, but I don't know. I, I do have like a little bit of, um, racing sim fatigue just from like all the Forzas over the years. And, uh, I'm just in general, not a big car guy period. So like all with Gran Turismo, it's all about, you know, the car porn and all the, yeah. see all the stuff and the details and the fine tuning and stuff. And that's not for me. So, uh, uh, that's why I like the horizon games a little bit more because they're, the open world and all the check boxes you can do and that kind of stuff. So um, not saying no for sure, but uh, right now I'm, I'm holding off. Yeah. I'm, I I'll try to play this weekend. So I haven't played it yet, but I am definitely, I, I still don't have my wheel and stuff come through like stuck in customs right now. So I'm just kind of waiting for that to come through because I feel weird ordering all that and then playing this game using the controller. I'm sure the dual sense is great with this, but it's like, uh, you know, is this gonna like feel like a waste of money? But I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, I'm still gonna try it a little bit, and I'll update you and, and let you know if you should drop Elden Ring and, and start uh, playing this game. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't wait. It looks really good though. Yeah, yeah. the videos I saw, they it looks it, it scratched that itch a bit that where it kind of came back. The nostalgia kicked in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, talking about car porn, we should talk talk about the Steam Deck reviews. <laughs> no relation, <laughs> but uh, Steam Deck reviews are out. Um, like my interpretation, obviously yours might be different. Like from what I saw was that people were complaining about the battery, first of all, and then people were okay on the performance that, yeah, you know what? Okay, like 30 FPS and it runs well. Sometimes that's fine. Sometimes you can bump it up. The thing that I saw the most, and that's kind of what's making me hover a bit on that cancel pre-order button, because mine is supposed to come out in Q2 either way, is the amount of unsupported games. I did not realize that I would go in my Steam library because they have a thing. They have a really cool link you can click on and it shows you your Steam library and the the amount of games that will work or are verified. And obviously some of them are in the yellow thing where they'll work, but they might be a little off, which is still fine. That means they still work. And then there's basically like an X of like, nah, this is not going to work. And the number of games that I wanted to play on the Steam Deck, like Halo Infinite, like Lost Ark, like New World, uh, you know, so many of these games don't work on Steam Deck right now. And I'm like okay like what, what does this mean and so i want to get your opinion as well because i know you're also excited to get the steam deck in your hands yeah um so because i think like at the core of it is linux right and and they're using i think they call it proton which is basically like software that allows you to run windows games on on linux and i think that's how most of the compatibility is happening so i'm not surprised that it is a very hit or miss list for sure 
Um, I'm I'm excited to see when it like becomes more available and and more people start to do different things with it, like add windows on it and uh, game, do pass. That game pass and, and those kind of things. So I think it has a bright future for sure, but I definitely, I'm not surprised. I, I would not get this thinking like, Oh, I'm going to get most of my steam library on this handheld. Um, I, I think it's is for the short, short term, for sure. It is going to be very much up in the air. Uh, if there is a very specific game that you want to play on it and and it works, like then obviously I think it's a no brainer. I saw Final Fantasy fourteen running on it. I'm I'm not playing that, but I saw that and I was kind of like, hey, I could play some Final Fantasy yeah. fourteen before bed. Uh, but then obviously something like uh, Lost Ark or our New World doesn't work, right? So uh, it it's a little bit of a bummer, but I I still I'm still excited by it. I still think it's a, a an interesting device and. Um, I think as, as long as you just don't have those expectations of kind of like, um, you know, again, having those set games that you have to play on it. Uh, I think it it's probably still, I think it's still a buy for me at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I, I know you and I are like early adopters and like a lot of stuff, but for like I, what I looked at Steam Deck, Steam Deck as was this device that can get like just the mainstream audience into PC gaming. And like, it still can, but like the mainstream audience is also like the group that will play Apex Legends or Destiny 2, stuff like that, you know, and like a lot of these online games. And right now, a lot of those don't work on Steam Deck. So for someone out there that's like, hey, this looks cool. I want to jump into PC gaming. Would you tell them to like, you know what, maybe wait for six months to see if the compatibility list goes up? Or is it like, no, just jump in? Yeah, I don't think this is an entry into PC gaming at all, especially in the current state, right? Um it's not equivalent to a PC gaming. It's yeah, it, right. Like on if it was Windows out of the box, um, which I don't think is practical, uh, at least today, uh, then it would be a different story. But it is again. I think it's the it's the Linux thing, and um, I I just thinking back onto I forgot they called them the Steam machines, right? There were yeah. the, the Steam built PCs that ran. Uh, steam os but it was based on linux and at the end of the day like i i do believe the reason that those don't exist anymore was because of the linux portion right just because you when you don't have those key games like the destiny 2 uh that is a big problem for a lot of people because if someone is already a destiny 2 player and they can see oh i could play that on this that's a sell for them right yeah um but otherwise I think you have to be in the mindset that you're getting this to play. You're getting this PC handheld that is going to be able to play millions of games, probably, um, if not now in the in the near future. Um, and, but again, you just kind of have that expectation of which ones are, are going to work and not going to work. And the Destiny Two thing, also too. I'm not sure if you heard about that. Like they came out and said like. It, it's not going to work on Steam Deck. And if you try to make it work, like yeah. we will ban you basically, which was, <laughs> that was really crazy to me. And I think it's probably due to the fact that you would be running it through Proton and they would detect that as uh, their anti-cheat would detect it or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting situation. And I think Valve is already kind of working with Microsoft, it seems, to get Game Pass onto Steam for this reason. And I think I'm hoping that, you know, Gabe Newell, the way he's kind of going around Seattle, giving it, like, hand-delivering these Steam Decks. I'm hoping that he's making his way through an Uber or whatever or his limousine and going to the Bungie offices 
and say, hey, hey, let's figure this out. You know, let's let's talk this out for a second. The Game Pass portion is the most interesting though, right? Because even yeah. if it's just cloud streaming, um, and I know that doesn't work for the portable aspect when you're on a bus and you don't have internet because uh, does the Steam Deck have anything but Wi-Fi? No, I, I mean, no. I think it doesn't have any 5G, anything like that. Yeah, so then at that point, like, and I don't think you probably want to stream video games over your 5G either, yeah. uh, depending where you are. Um, but like when, if you're just at home and you just want to play one of your Xbox uh, Game Pass games, like that's really attractive for sure. Like on that smaller screen and everything, like it's not a big as big a deal as when you're playing it on, you know, like your PC, right? Obviously you much rather download it there, but on a Steam Deck, it makes more sense to use the cloud version. So you can almost have this thing where you have all these amazing games from Game Pass, you play them even just through the cloud. Um, but then when you're out and about, you have those local games, the ones that are supported that you do want to play, hopefully. Yeah, and I mean, I, I do see a bright future for this. And I, in my mind, I'm thinking of this as Oculus Quest, which obviously was really popular, did a really good job. But Oculus Quest 2 was the one that kind of jumped over, had a better system and, uh, you know, just better GPU, APU, whatever it has. And like, you know, it was kind of, it just kind of took over, basically. And I can see Steam Deck 1 kind of getting in people. And a Steam Deck 2 being that next leap of like, hey, everything is supported. All these games are here. Windows, all this stuff. Obviously, they put they probably won't put Windows, but they'll find a way to be like, yeah, we had some agreements and stuff like that will make everything work. Um, and one game that is really popular right now, which is working on Steam Deck, is Elden Ring. So I think this is our weekly checking with you right now because I still haven't started playing Elden Ring since I was trying to get through Dying Light 2. But... <laughs> Last time you were five, uh, two hours in to Elden Ring? Yeah, yeah so, I literally just started up for the first time less than two hours in. All right, so now how how far are you into it and is it your game of the year? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've played about 22-ish plus hours now. And uh, at this point, I can confidently, very confidently say that this is the best Souls game I've ever played and <sighs> the best open world game I have ever played, period. Oh, that's uh, too big. You say this is better than Sekiro, first of all? That's the it, number one. It's better in Sekiro. Oh my God. It is better in Sekiro, without a doubt. Um, the gameplay portion, uh, not quite. Like, Sekiro is so tight um, with yeah. the parry system and all that. Like, uh, the combat is, isn't as good in that respect. Um, but you have so many options in this game. They, they give you such a uh, utility of um, spells and, and enhancements to your weapons. And uh, there's just a lot of options there. Um, and that kind of leads to how it, when they say it's more accessible, I think that's what they're referring to is that they're going to give you more more tools to, to beat these bosses. Um, but otherwise, like the world they have built here is incredible. It is so huge it is so detailed there's so much mystery in it uh the bosses are better than ever they they're super interesting they have good mechanics um like this game is it's pretty amazing without a doubt uh i like i i played about 18 hours before i even killed the first mainline boss oh my god (laughs) but that was because you just wanted to explore the world yeah so that's another thing too is that um it's so much like I, I had it in my head when they said that I don't know why they said when they said that this game was going to be more accessible. I was really kind of bummed out because I was like, oh, man, like they're just trying to hit such a wider audience. They're going to make the game easier. 
Um, but right off the bat, that is not the case. Uh, like I said, the accessibility is in that you're not forced down a single path in this game like previous Souls games where you have to kind of go to this boss and if you can't beat that boss, you're done type thing. Whereas in this one, you have more options. You don't have to go straight to that boss. You can go explore. You you, you can do a lot of things. Like I said, 18 hours before even killing that first boss. Some people might even find that a value, right? Um, but yeah, so basically you can go out in the world. You don't, you're not forced to grind a specific path either, right? Like, so oh, I want to level up before this boss. Like, you don't have to go through the same routine of, oh, this is a good spot. I'm just going to kill them over, respawn, kill them over. No, in this game, you can go and explore this huge world. Um, and you can you can progress your character in so many different ways. So on top of just leveling up, just finding new stuff, like finding new weapons, finding new spells, um, finding uh, stuff that increases your flasks and the power of your flasks. Uh, like there's just so many options that uh, make your character better on top of the traditional souls of you just get better the longer you play the game and uh, as you kind of build out your character. So it's definitely more accessible in that way because again, you just kind of can, you can really just go wherever in that first area. Uh, they do, they don't really get you too much at all. Like you can go into, you can go pretty far. You hundred percent, you're going to go into areas that you shouldn't be there and you'll quickly recognize it <laughs> um and then even they like try to teach you little things like as soon as you get into that open world there's a boss right there and if you try to take him on you'll quickly realize like oh okay like i'm probably supposed to just go around him um but again the world is the is the biggest thing here like it is so detailed man and the variety and the mystery around it is just it's like nothing i've seen in a game uh the different enemies, there's so many different enemies in this game. Like when I think back to a lot of different open world games, it's typically you have like, you know, a handful of different enemy types. They have some variations on them, which is, they have that here. You have your Sorry, your skeleton with the, uh, the shield and you have the skeleton that has, you know, does the magic type thing. Um, but the variety of enemies is just like, it's through the roof. Like, I, again, first main area, kind of into the second one now. And I've seen, like, I can't even tell you how many different enemy types, like probably 20 plus at this point. They're just different everywhere. Uh, they attack differently. They they look super different. Um, but the mystery in this world is the best part, right? Like, that's what Souls games always had. The entire game is a mystery, right? Like, it, it's all about finding all these little... Uh, you know, interesting stuff. The environment, like, the clues, yeah. The clues. How, how uh, is the story compared to like Thekker and Bloodborne? Um, I mean, it is still very much a okay. It's a soul. Time, yeah. It's a soul story, right? Like okay. it's uh, it's very vague. You you learn a lot of it by talking to NPCs and um, discovering stuff and reading notes and and everything like that. There, there's no difference there. But are you like intrigued? Like, do you feel like you want to search out that information, or are you like, no, I just want to go into the gameplay um i i'm not super into it like uh, i definitely like read this stuff i listen to the npcs i don't skip anything um but i'm not like dying to find out more about the story and everything like for me it's it's purely about exploring this world and killing the bosses uh so yeah just like the way they do it it's very Bre breath of the wild like there's no markers the only marker on your map is is where to get a map so uh, a certain area of the map is 
is blocked off and is not like a tower you have to climb or anything. It's like literally, literally you just go there and the map is uh, in front of like a, a, a statue of some kind and you just grab the map and then it opens the map. Um, and the only other marker that ever goes on your map is um, the uh, sites of grace, which are, are your bonfire equivalent. Can you place um, markers on if you're like, hey, I, th- I saw something cool here. You can place something yeah. there to come back later. Okay. Yeah, they have they have two things. They have beacons and they have markers. So the beacons uh, will are very Breath of the Wild beacons. They'll oh, that's shoot perfect. Up. Yeah, they oh, shoot a that. light up so you can see the light and just go towards the light. Um, and then you can use the markers as in like, I there's a boss here. I can't kill it right now. So I'm going to put a, a marker here so I remember that that boss is there type thing. And it just stays on your map. I love that so much more than having my map filled with question marks and everything like that. I'd rather explore and like, oh, there's something cool here. I don't want to do it right now. Put a marker and just come back later. That makes it so much more fun. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Like, I like both approaches to an open world game. I like, if the world is not super interesting, I pre- I want the markers. Like, yeah, yeah. just tell me what thing it is. I'll go there and do that thing. Just like Horizon, right? Like, yeah. I know that is abandoned cam. I don't need to explore to find out it's a Batman camp. Whereas in, in here, it's all about that exploring. Like I am always super interested. Like I go around that entire map because I want that item. I don't want to miss that boss, right? Like every everywhere around the corner, there's something there. And it, it's just always like, again, it's just like crazy. The detail of this world and the variety, like you see an area and it's like, there's no way there's anything there. And you go there and it's like, oh my god! There's like a cave here, and uh, there's this like crazy um, monster in the water, and it, it's just there's these jellyfishes. Like it's just the amount of oh, I love variety it. and stuff is it's just so like nothing I've ever seen in the game. Um, and then I like I think like the art and the art in this game is incredible. Like it is very much the souls, but the way they just like applied it to a massive world like it, it i always remember in souls games like when i'm in there and i'm like in an area and i look and i see that castle in the background i might get there i might not that might just be backdropping yeah um, and and you don't know right uh and then usually it doesn't look alive either like it's kind of yeah like, it's kind of blurred out <laughs> it's kind of blurred out and stuff and they don't really do that here at all like yeah Sorry, it's, it's just... a little blurry but it is like it's super detailed. Like you can tell that that is a castle I can go to. It's you can yeah. tell it's fully rendered. It's fully detailed. Um, like everything you see, it is the breath of the wild. You see that you can go there, but it is so much. I I, I don't want to like knock like the art style of breath of the wild, but it's more cel shaded, more cartoonish. Whereas more land cartoonish, yeah. Yeah, where here it's more realistic, right? So yeah, um, it's just it looks so good and. The graphics are not, you know, they're not the top of the line. And uh, I see some people knocking it for that. Oh, it looks like PS3 graphics. Like I never get that. It's yeah, the same thing with God of War, same thing with Horizon. I'm like, yo, the gameplay, like you're out there to look at something. You're there to play the game. Yeah. And, it, and it's just like, it looks incredible, man. Like yeah. with what they're drawing. Sekiro was amazing. World, Sekiro looks so good. Oh yeah. Sekiro too. Like they all look so good. Like it's all about that art and that detail. Um it is just such an amazing, interesting world. Um, so and how then, long? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, and I was just going to say, uh, add on to that. Um, also, like, the mount is great, and the mounted combat is really good. Torrent. Uh, yeah, Torrent, and uh, just 
you know, like when you come across these bosses is like, sometimes you can fight it on a horse and it makes it easier. Um, there's just, I, again, it's all about experimenting and that variety um, that makes it just so interesting. I love that. I, I definitely want to see what people think about the multiplayer because I like the, the reports have been that it does help a lot. And I like that, that for the people, right, that rather than giving up someone like an easy mode, they're like, hey, just go online. Just go online. Kind of like, you know, how we find people for Destiny, whatever. Find someone and they can help you and it will actually be a pretty fun. I had a fun time playing Bloodborne like that with, with Sebi. So I'm sure like a lot of people will have the same experience. Now, how long do you think before From Software gets bought by Microsoft or Sony at this point? Uh, well, I mean, whoever's going to buy them uh, is going to be paying a pretty penny after this. That's for sure. <laughs> this game, by the way, I, I, I feel like I should have brought it up, uh, the, the, the link exactly. But uh, reports were coming out from GameIndustry.biz that this is the third biggest launch in UK history. Bigger than FIFA, bigger than Red Redemption 2. So, like, not sorry, not bigger than them. Sorry, the other, Red Dead Redemption Two and FIFA were the other two at the top, and this was number three. But this was bigger than Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, um, all the other games that you can think of, and that to me, and even Horizon Forbidden West, and I was like, wow, like I did never, I never thought there would be a day when a From Software game would be this big. I always thought it would be a very niche group continuously playing it, and I just love that finally, finally, people see what games like this are all about. Yeah. I'm curious uh, how the larger reaction is uh, months like down Sifu, the road. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because like I do believe like those numbers are crazy, right? Like if you compare them to the previous Souls games, like they're they're whatever five, ten, sometimes ten times higher. Um, if you're going to get a large number of people that went into this thinking it, it was going to be potentially easier, or they just saw, oh, this the Lord of the Rings guy uh, did writing in this, and everyone's talking about it, and then when they get in there, they they get hit with reality a bit. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. So just so that we don't get crucified by anyone, I think you meant to say Game of Thrones, the what, George R.R. Oh, Martin. Oh, did I so, say? Yeah, you said Lord of the Rings. So I'm just, I'm just oh. making sure. Yes, I love that give the token just comes back to life to work. He probably would have loved to work with Miyazaki, to be honest. Yeah. But I, I think for correcting that. <laughs> I think both both Siri and I would love to know what you think about Vanguard season two. Like how oh, how is that going? Vanguard, man. Uh, so yeah, the, uh, season two came out not long ago, so I jumped into that real quick. Um, well, not real quick. I actually put a, a decent amount of time. Do you, in wait, it. do you need to pay for this for each season? Yes, you do. Okay. So um, it's a thousand COD points just to get the season, which I don't know what that works out to. I think it's 10-ish dollars or less. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, and then also um, you will get enough COD points in that battle. If you finish the battle pass, that you can buy the next one. Oh, it's kind of like Fortnite, yeah. Yeah, yeah, same idea. So um, yeah, it's not it's not super expensive. Um, they, do get, they have new guns. The new guns are for free though. So you just got to get to a certain level in the battle pass to get them. They also added a new SMG. Um, they added that uh, before this season, I believe, and it was a challenge. So it was basically you had to do 15 games um, with 10 or more kills with the SMG aiming down sights. You would get the new SMG. Um, the new LMG is like really broken. It is super good, um, especially with the right build. Um, yeah, it, it's I, I kind of see this trend with them where they put a new ga- new gun in the game and it's really good and then they nerf it later. So uh, I've been focusing just on that. Um, they also added a new kill streak. Um, it is the like a gunner. Uh, I've gotten it a few times and it, it's pretty good. 
But what one thing I want to bring up, which is more than any reason why I want to talk about this, is uh, if I had told you that if you jump into a game, there is a very real chance that uh, nearly naked man shooting lasers at you is very much possible. <laughs> are we talking about Call of Duty here? What are we talking about? What, is this so a new they, update that I missed? So they have bundles that add tracer rounds. They effectively highlight the bullets, but they look like lasers. Um, and then on top of that, they have an Attack on Titan skin, which is, I'm not familiar with Attack on Titan, but if I recall... I know, what, okay, yeah. So the, nearly, the, the, the big Titans are like naked nearly, and everything yes. like that. Oh yes. my god. So there is a so the first one that came out, it was like one of the main characters. So it wasn't that skin. So it was like, okay, whatever. The the character was dressed World War-ish type. Um and it, it kind of worked. Um, but then yeah, like they dropped another bundle and it is the Attack on Titan skin. So oh, it, it looks like a naked man is running around shooting you. Um and with lasers. Yes. <laughs> uh <laughs> So I don't know. I, to be perfectly honest, I'm I, I'm personally totally fine with this. I I kind of like when they just go off the rails. Like I, I think it's fine. You you get your first couple months of the game. It's more serious. Um, but I rather they just add dumb stuff and make it more fun. Uh, I find more enjoyment out of that for sure. I mean, I think obviously this this is going to be the next topic either way. But I think it'll be interesting to see how they approach it this year because this year it'll be. A modern warfare setting uh we already kind of know it's modern warfare 2 and i believe they will be releasing a warzone 2 i don't really understand that exactly because warzone is doing well i don't know why you would want to stop that and restart it rather than doing like a world of warcraft thing of like let's refresh the engine or even like fortnite or whatever but do you see yourself playing vanguard once modern warfare 2 comes out and then of course we'll definitely need to talk about how there won't be a call of duty next year and whether you think microsoft had anything to do with that <laughs> i i don't think they did to be honest um call call of duty this year was very rough vanguard included like they it's been very buggy they they had bundles multiple times that which this is crazy to me because this is your bread and butter paid content uh not working like you would get yeah. skins that are not working which is just that's crazy to me um and then just numerous other bugs like I really like Vanguard. It has a real problem with like fire. Um, like there's fire everywhere in those maps. It's like on the smaller maps more so. Like the bigger ones are not a problem. Um, but they, it's just like, and there was an issue with the fire for a while where you literally would get on fire and stay on fire. And uh, oh my god! And I don't know the details, but about um, uh, modern warfare, modern warfare 2019. But apparently that was broken for a while, which is like. Again, why is a game that came out like three years ago broken? Um, so I think all of this, and then Warzone had issues as well. Same thing, skin's not working. Apparently one skin was making people invisible. Uh, like there's so many issues with it. And and obviously like they're, uh, it's catching up with them. I think like the scope of these games are getting bigger, adding Warzone into the mix. Everything's becoming more complicated. I think they just realized that they just can't keep this up like they used to. So I don't think it's it, it's Microsoft doing this. I think they they realize that hey, this is a good time to start this because we are going to have uh, Warzone two. We're going to have arguably the more popular Call of Duty. Uh, Vanguard didn't do great compared to previous ones, um, 
So the, it, it seems like a good time. And then to your point of like, why didn't they just keep upgrading Warzone? Um, I think this is to, to make a clean break from the older consoles. So uh, I think it's also... Oh, so you think it'll still be PS5 exclusive, like next-gen exclusive? I'm pretty sure that's what the rumors are. It is next-gen wow, okay. PC exclusive. But would uh, it, I mean, think about it from this point, right? Because people still can get a PS5 and Xbox. Like that's for call. I'm just thinking about Activision Call of Duty. They they are they live off of this money. This they need this money in a sense, right? So like, if they cut that off, I mean, I'm sure. Okay, like Warzone will still be active there, but like, how do you like how do you explain that? I mean, again, like the shareholders are basically gone, I guess. But how do you go to Phil Spencer and say you just spent 36 billion, whatever amount, and we're gonna only be catering to 20 million console users now? Um, is it just 20 million? Like, it's it like would what, 13? Work, it would work 13. on the S as well. So it is the S, the X, and that's like 25 ish, maybe 25, and obviously and then, PC. And then you have PC. So, um, I, I think another big reason too, though, is that uh, modern uh, Warzone was so entrenched in the previous Modern Warfare as well. Like the engine, uh, right? Yeah, and I think that's like part of it is why you have these like 100 gig downloads and, and different, yeah, oh different stuff. I think they just created a monster that they can't handle anymore. <laughs> is <laughs> And I think they I think they have to do this. And, and it makes sense to break it here type thing and say, hey, you know, this is... A brand new start, new gen. You still have the old Warzone for those that can't get the new consoles or don't have a PC. Um, and this will be at the end later in the year, so there, hopefully more consoles are out by then as well. It is a lot of people to leave behind, but it, I think it makes sense. I feel like if they could do it, they could do it now. Now that they have financial security, in a sense, because I always forget about that, right? Like I always forget that. Even for um, Double Fine, for example, they would be scrapping at that point to get projects just to be able to kind of keep that company going. But then once they kind of came under Microsoft, they're like, yeah, we were making Psychonauts too. We were more relaxed now because we have, you know, our benefits and all that stuff, insurance, people getting paid, stuff like that. So I guess for Activision as well, now they're under Microsoft who is just making all kinds of money, not through gaming, just in general, that they're like, if, if we don't release a game this year, we'll still be okay. So I think maybe that's why they're like, okay, now maybe it's a good... And honestly, like, I do want them to take a break because it's like, it gives you a chance to miss something. Kind of like like Assassin's Creed. When you missed it, when it came back, everyone bought it because they're like, oh yeah, I've, been, I've wanted one. Even with Battlefield, I, I know Battlefield's been getting like a lot of a lot of hate and stuff like that, but people were excited up to that point when a game came, came out. But people were excited because it's been so long since a Battlefield game. So I feel like even though it's just like a year skipping, that one year could be like, everyone's just first of all, all jumping into Modern Warfare 2 because the, the life has extended, right? So you're buying the season pass, you're buying extra stuff. And then when the next Call of Duty comes out after that, everyone will be like, yes, finally, we got a new Call of Duty. It's been so long. Everyone's going to be jumping in. And then like you said, if it's PS5, Xbox Series, SNX exclusive as well, I can only imagine what the game would look like and play like. That, that would be pretty impressive. Yeah, totally. And I think it makes a lot of sense in that... Um, uh, basically, you you can support these games longer now, right? Like you you keep having seasons, you keep adding maps, that keeps people around and it keeps them excited. So those that want more Call of Duty are going to get more Call of Duty, not to the same degree that they get before, but also just the way that these games and hopefully this changes with the longer cycle, they they get better as they go, right? Like they start off 
well, maybe Vanguard is the exception as of late, um, but typically they come out and they get fine-tuned and um, just get better as they go, right? So, any like you said, it creates more excitement. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, but then I, I would never, like, that's why I never get why these kinds of games don't do that already because, like, we had Halo Infinite and, like, it's a really great game. I'm not like, oh, I need a Halo Infinite 2 this year. I'm like, I'm like, no, just keep improving that game, keep adding stuff, and I'm good for the next five years. So this... Obviously, it, it was a thing that started way back and people kept buying it, but I'm hoping that that's what happens now. What's the money, right? Like, yeah. you put a, you, you, if you can get it out there and people are buying it, like, that's a lot of money too. They're, they're going to lose a lot of money by not putting one out this year. So, uh, I, they're bang, obviously, they're banking on the longer term success by doing this. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm realize- just excited... I'm just excited it's going to be on Game Pass and stuff. That's what, I mean, we 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 never need to buy it again, which is yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> All right, so for the last five minutes of the show, I definitely wanted to talk about, there's like rumors going around about a PlayStation event happening this March. It's supposed to be like their big, because they don't do E3 anymore, right? So this is kind of like one of their big events that they do. I think they do like a couple of them, which are like really big ones. Like kind of like last year, they did one where they showed God of War, like the gameplay. So apparently this this month, there'll be a big event. Well, they'll be talking about some of the third-party exclusives that they have and also first-party games like hopefully God of War and also other first-party games that apparently are in the works and might be coming out. And uh, obviously, this is online. There's a, a, a Twitter handle by the name of account NGT, something like that. And apparently, they got stuff right recently as well about, I think it was Forspoken. I forgot what it was exactly, but they leaked recently that at this event, that which will be happening in March, there will be... Uh, a Sly Cooper and Infamous announcement. So I don't know if that means that that will be coming out this year. So those are the only two ones. So I want to start off with those two games, if that interests you at all, like Sly Cooper and Infamous, because you and I both love Sucker Punch games. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima, but, you know, these are a little different. And then what do you think they would announce, other than God of War, other than stuff that we already know? Oh, man. Like, I, as regard to what they will announce, I honestly have no idea. Um but I would be very excited for a new Infamous. Uh, I like the first two a lot, especially that second one. Yeah. Um, that, yes. I thought that was a great game. And I, I probably played it more than I would have because it was there was limited games at release on the PS4. <laughs> uh, but I played I played it the hell of it. I, I did everything I could, if I recall. Um, and I really liked it. I think that's a, a great series. So definitely would be happy to see that come back. I hope that's what they announce. Um, I don't have a fondness for Sly Cooper. I didn't really play a ton of it in the past, so I'll definitely check it out. Um, I have no idea. Do you got any ideas? I mean, I, I'm because what I'm thinking now is that Sony knows now that obviously Microsoft has Activision. I know they have a deal and whatever that like they'll keep releasing Call of Duty games on Sony on Sony's platform. But what if Sony's like, all right, yo, we need to start investing in this now. We need to start getting like they, it's not like they're it, it's no secret they have literally bought companies that specifically make fps games or have people from call of duty that are on there or rainbow six Siege, stuff like that so i'm thinking that what if they give one of them that hey here's resistance we don't want you to make a story if you want to make a story campaign fine but we don't want you to do the story stuff we want you to flesh this out and make a multiplayer like thing uh go to someone else hey gorilla's too busy making horizon stuff right now why don't you make a new kill zone game fully focused on multiplayer. And then we just kind of get like these three, like Resistance, Killzone, The Last of Us, all these three multiplayers come out, like these games come out either this year or next or kind of spread out within the next year. 
And that's kind of them put, putting their, like putting something there that, hey, we have games that we can put season passes on. We have games that will last for a long time, these live service games, because they do want to do that. But I, I, that's kind of what my mind went to. Obviously, I would want to think that they would want to announce single-player games, but I'm thinking, I'm like, no, no, no. Like Right now, they're like a little bit worried with this whole Activision thing. They're like, we need multiplayer stuff. So like, what would that interest you? What do you think about that? They have to have a shooter, right? Like, especially yeah. if there's not going to be a Call of Duty in 2023. Like, that sounds like a prime opportunity to drop something. Exactly. So, I I liked Killzone. I liked Resistance. So I'd be happy with either of those for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they have to. They have to do. They got to have some kind of like, that's such a gap for them when you think about it, especially since how well Call of Duty sells on PlayStation. Exactly. Um, I, I think I think we'll, we, we can make one prediction here because I, I want to go with this prediction for whenever this happens and then we'll kind of, kind of review it again. But I think that this is a time that they... I honestly think this is like in, in the works for a long time because there's too many rumors about this, right? When there's smoke, there's fire. I honestly think that Sony has come to an agreement with Konami and has just licensed their property. So they're not, I don't know if they licensed all of them or if they were able to, maybe Konami's like, nope, we're going to license you like one thing at a time or whatever. But I honestly think that they hopefully have licensed either Silent Hill or Metal Gear Solid and they'll get Ko- Kojima back in of like, hey, we've got Metal Gear Solid now. Here you go. Do you want to do this again, Kojima? I don't know. I actually don't know if he wants to do it anymore. But like, that's kind of my prediction. And I feel like this is that time where they announced it. It's not a game that's going to come out this year. But they're like, hey, I know Xbox is doing a great job. But we have some cool stuff too. Yeah. The Kojima thing feels like a stretch. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I push in the line. Like, no, yeah, no Kojima like <laughs> Kojima, Konami, of any kind of degree. I don't know. And I also feel like... I could be wrong about this, but um, Death Stranding, the whole relationship with Death Stranding and Sony, I feel like that didn't go as well as they hoped. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I could be wrong about that. Uh, yeah, man. Um, I mean, it, Silent Hill would be cool for sure. Right? I, w- I would take a Silent Hill. Um, I know. Get get the team back. Kojima, Guillermo del Toro, Norman Reedus. Oh, my God. It's just because they have like all their big things. Okay, here's a here's a bold one. Days gone too. Oh my. Okay, I, I could easily say that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Poor uh, Ben. Coley Dream. Um, I had a, actually no, I had one that that I thought was a good one. Socom. Uh, Socom would be cool. Yeah, that could be. That's definitely a good one. It wasn't that. Um, slipped my mind now. I'm not gonna try to remember it. I was, I know I know that they're working on something twisted metal related because uh, the TV show is coming out at some point. So the, um, and I was thinking that maybe this is the time when they announced the Last of Us remake, right? They were apparently I don't know why they made a remake, but apparently there's like a remake in the works or whatever. But they're like, hey, the TV show is gonna come out next year now. Why don't we release this now? People get people excited, and then you know people watch that show. Does Uncharted come back? Yes, they, I, I watched that movie. We'll definitely save that for another time. But the fact that that movie is doing so well. I feel like now is the time to either... Re- I Honestly, I think they, they should just reboot it. Uncharted 4, the way it ended, I'm like, yep, like I, I like that bookend and all of it. Just reboot it. Make it more aligned with the with the films in a way where it's a, it's a younger Nathan Drake. Sully is all beefed up like Mark Wahlberg and stuff like that, you know? Um, I mean, I hope Ghost of Tsushima comes back. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think it's probably too soon. I know. I mean, I'm hoping... It. Exactly. I just I just want them to, even if it doesn't come out in the next couple of years, I just want to show the logos of like, this is why just you can buy a, a PlayStation. I'll take exactly. a logo. 
right? I'm, yeah. I'll just be hyped and like I'll I'll know that there is in the works. That's why I never I never get I get that they're like no they want to announce it closer to release date, but just hype me up, hype me up for owning this expensive piece of hardware. I'll pre-order that logo, just the logo, yeah. not even the game. I'll just just. <laughs> just a hundred dollars just for the logo just you don't for get the nothing. logo <laughs> i get the logo on day one that's it <laughs> oh my god okay sony will love you man they should just they should just message you i'll give them your twitter account or something they just let you know trevor pass it pass the information put this in, in our bank account please <laughs> <laughs> all right so we will we will end it there thank you so much everyone for joining uh please email us at amandamongames at gmail.com that's amandamongames at gmail.com where, they get, where can they find you, Trevor? Uh, on Twitter is the best place, at Trevor Her. That's at Trevor, H-E-R-R. Perfect. Send him all your photos from Gran Turismo 7 to let him know how amazing that game is. Please. I want to see how shiny the cars are. <laughs> Actually, everyone. Bye. Bye.